Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. And I tell you, she ate his lunch, or he ate her lunch. (laughs) Then he came back and ate her dinner and then her breakfast. (laughs) I'm sorry, we're on the air. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going to tell you something, but I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Oh, I, uh, well, there, if I ask you a question, will you not answer it for me? Uh, nope. Okay, uh, there's, there's a program that's on the radio right now, and it started in 2007. Uh-huh. It's a great program. I think you're going to like it. It's What's a the name of it? And what happened was uh, Joe McGranahan and Roger Haddon and Kevin all got together and decided this would be a great program. And I think it's really turned out to be a super program. Well, I can't argue with you <laughs> on that, but I'm sure we'll find plenty to argue about. What am I supposed to come on to? Well, what's the name? You're supposed to oh, keep asking. Oh, on the mark. Well, oh, I'm supposed to keep oh, asking you the name. So- I get it now. <laughs> I'm supposed to play Kamala Harris. I got it. Gee, I can't think of the name of that program. I wouldn't tell you if I knew. Uh, there's a. Uh, uh, this might be lost on somebody out there, but one of our good listeners sent us a meme that says it's the artful Dodger, and it shows her. So of course. Not very very artful, but very dodging. Yeah, Vice President Pence's facts were, re- I mean, he misinformed the public on many, many things oh, last come night. come on, he spoke the truth. Oh, no, no, no. I, no. The things he said about her and Biden, he may have spoken the truth about what the administration's doing. That certainly is, you know, that's puffery. But the things he said about her and the Biden campaign were wrong. But Not then, really. He said, well, among the other things, he said that they're both on record as wanting to get rid of fracking, which she denied this morning. Uh, admittedly, it was on Fox. They put put a montage together of the two of them mm-hmm. virtually swearing. Joe Biden walking up to some young girl's face said, listen to me, hear me carefully. I absolutely promise you that we will get rid of Read fracking and, lips. and fossil fuels. Right. So, you know, and then the, then the thing about taxes, I lo- love that, you know, that uh, she, she says that uh, Joe Biden won't raise taxes on anybody making less than $400,000 a year, but yet on day one he's going to get rid of the president's tax cuts, which gave money to p- people in the middle, $2,000 right. on average per household. Right. She did plenty of things wrong last night, one of which is saying that he would repeal the tax cuts on the first day. He said he would. Well, that's <laughs> – guess what? You can't do that. Biden said he would. First day one. He's got all these things he's going to do on day one. Well, he might start the effort, but, yeah, you can't do that. So, yeah. The facts kind of took a beating last night. But uh, I think noteworthy is uh, what they didn't say. Kamala Harris wouldn't say that they're going to pack the court and or, you know, wouldn't say whether they would or wouldn't. Oh, and they they deserve. I have heard her say and Joe Biden say the American people deserve transparency. (laughs) They deserve to be leveled with. But we're not going to answer that question because that would become the issue. So the same we're going to have the same kind of leadership next year as we're having this year. If you elect. Well, if you're going to give me a reason to vote for you, if you're telling me you're going to be different then. 
can actually be different. Well, and then he says, hey, that super spreader event that we had was outdoors. It's okay. What he didn't say is that there were more people gathered inside the White House and that that's where everybody got the disease. Not specifically. Well, you're assuming. Right. But everybody was close up. That's where the New York Times has pictures of that event and everybody's nose to nose. Just sort of a normal cocktail type reception thing. And uh, so that's uh, that's where he really missed the boat on that. You might as well be honest about it. You know, if you had oh, an yeah. event that spread it, you know, live up to it. You got, what is it, 40 people now in the White House? Have is it? that a super? Super spreader event. To me, a super spreader event would be thousands or hundreds of people getting it. I think the media is calling it a super spreader event. Yes, they are. But, I mean, what what would you call a super spreader well, event? Well, me, yeah, I'd go with hundreds, not thousands, but hundreds would be better. But, uh, well, hundreds yeah, that's haven't the, gotten <laughs> If you look up at the FDA regulations, there's nothing that defines super spreader. That's in the eye of the beholder. Well, on Morning Joe, everything the president does is a super spreader event. <laughs> <laughs> the president stood on the portico. That's a super spreader, even though he's outdoors. Okay. All right. And we, did you hear George Stephanopoulos? He got his hat handed to him by some of the female panelists. He, he came on and said that the, that the vice president was mansplaining. Now, I've never heard oh, that term before. Really? Well, that makes perfect sense that you'd never heard of it. Well, yeah, that's uh, yeah, it does make perfect sense. Men huh? speak down to uh, women and... Well, he was not doing it. Even the women on the panel said he wasn't doing it. Well, what about bulldozing over the two women that were there? That doesn't bother you he at all? He bulldoze over them. Oh, you know, my gosh. Oh, come on He now. was told a hundred times to stop, and, and he kept on okay. going. He ignored the women telling him to stop, and he just kept on going. Did you see the time that each spoke? She spoke for 38 minutes. He spoke for 35. Maybe he should have interrupted more so he got a fair shake. Yeah, why didn't she get the same or he get the same amount of time? I don't know, but that's the way it worked out. So he mm. had to keep answering because they wouldn't give him the same amount of time. I see. Well, that's that's not the way you do it. If, if you've been slighted, and you raise an objection. You don't just keep on talking when they're telling you to why? stop. Why? She did. She kept on talking well, sometimes, he interrupted. Too. It's funny he didn't have more time because he interrupted her about a dozen times. She only interrupted him. About a half a dozen times. Yeah, is that what it was? <laughs> okay. I didn't count it, but it, it was far less. All right. Well, let's take a quickie break. Or not a quickie break. A, a we just even got started A quickie pause from our arguments so that I can tell you important words, and then you can join Eric in queue, and we're going to put you on the radio. On the mark, sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please do check them out at sunburymotors.com. Now, we would love to hear from you today on our toll-free line, 1-800-795-9565. Who do you think won? Who really lost last night? And don't just call and say the American people have an informed answer that explains exactly why uh, we're getting beat the heck by these terrible candidates. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. Answer Joe's question. Uh, what is right about not answering a direct question? I have a, oh, it's a three minute excerpt, but we have to almost air the whole thing because it is uh, Kamala not answering that important packing the court question. You kind of have to hear the whole right, thing. Right, then they ask a question about the pres- what would happen. Both these guys are older guys. What happens if they don't finish their term? She was asked, and she launched into a description of her career. Mm, okay. <laughs> well, all right. So and we're her gonna, personal story, which is inspiring. We're going to talk about that. We invite you to join us on the mark at WKOK.com. I see three emails pending, and uh, you can join us in queue. 1-800-795-9565 uh, is our telephone number. Uh, let's go to the phones. We'll start out with Eric. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. 
Uh, Joe, were you able to stay up late enough to watch the whole debate last night? I think the last time you said you quit early on it. I did quit early on the last one, and this one I DVR'd because I do have to get up <laughs> early in the morning. I watched some of it this morning, and then I watched the talking heads to tell me how I ought to think. Okay, so you haven't watched the whole debate. Not yourself. the whole debate. No, I. You, so you, so you're uh, taking the opinion of. Uh, the no, I'm, anyway, I'm going on what uh, I saw. Uh, actually, gentlemen, uh, based upon the uh, the uh, news at the bottom of the hour, I'm going to skip over the debate. I'm going to say the debate was 50-50. I thought uh, uh, the vice president uh, represented some things. I thought uh, Kamala Harris did. I thought they both dodged many issues. Uh, Kamala Harris dodged the pack the court issue, and Vice President Pence refused to talk about uh, the peaceful transition of power. So um, both of them look competent. Both of them gave me confidence that if either one has to ascend to the presidency, at least our country will not be in a panic. But I really have to talk about what the president said just, just apparently just recently, that he's going to refuse to debate. Uh, what's that sound like, Joe? You keep talking about, you know... No, he uh, didn't say he would refuse. No, no, no. Wait debate. a minute, wait a minute. He said he wouldn't take part in a virtual debate. He's more than willing to go there in person, but he said he would not take part in a virtual debate. Exactly right. And that's what the rules are now, because of him getting COVID. Because of his activity. Now, you said that the, the um, uh, Washington event was not a, a super spreader event. We've had, what, 40 people identified so far, and how many people that they touched have not been tested? This could very well be a super-spreader event. And now the president wants to come and super-spread the COVID to southwest Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, by ignoring what the CDC says he has to be in quarantine for, and he's going to have an uh, uh, a, uh, event in Pittsburgh this weekend. Is that a good idea? Is he going to be standing there pressing the flesh with everybody who comes through the door, or is he going to be far away from them, standing on a podium and talking without anybody and anywhere near him? is he going to be coming him? on his own, Joe, without all of his aides and all the people who he's been around during this time who probably could still be infectious? They have he's one person, but how many people does he bring along with him? What about his, his Secret Service people who he's been exposed to all this time? And we all know through the studies that it can take up to two weeks for you to develop symptoms. Well, what if he tests negative? He's not ne- coming on his own. What if he tests negative? will be around Wait a minute. people who will be showing up. What if he tests negative first? If he tests negative, what about all the people he has infected or potentially have? No, no, no. You're talking about him coming to Pittsburgh. If he's tested That's negative... Right. And he, is he coming alone, or is he bringing but, secret yeah, you're not he hearing, bringing all his secret service? You're not hearing me, Eric. If he tests negative and comes to Pittsburgh, what's the deal? What's the big deal? Because also the people who are coming with him have been around him while he has been infectious. It has not been two full weeks since he... he well, we were told he proved to be infectious. What about all those people he's bringing with him, Joe? Well, I don't know how many people he's bringing with him. Do you know? <laughs> it's certainly more than, than just himself. What about all the Secret Service? Well, you know he's bringing the Secret Sur- Service people with him. He doesn't you know have any choice. He's with him who attend to him and so But they're forth. around him anyhow. They protect him. They, anywhere he goes, they're there. Uh, right, and he has in fact, potentially infected them. And then those people will be close to the people out in Pittsburgh and could, pe- could potentially infect them. This president continues to not respect the virus. Now he said, oh, it was a miracle. It was a miracle from God that he was healed, and it's a blessing. Is it going to be a blessing if you get COVID, Joe, because people in the central Pennsylvania area are refusing to wear masks? Are you going to be able to get rendezvous when he was only one of, what, ten in the whole 
nation who's gotten it so far? No. Uh, more get than sick, that have gotten I'll get rid- sick, my parents will get sick, and they will potentially no, die. No, more than 10 have gotten rendesivir. That's fairly common. That's what they the haven't gotten is the plasma. Yeah. That's the, that's the, the, the cocktail, thing. whatever. Okay, so we won't get that, what he has gotten. And he's saying now it's a miracle cure. Guess what? You can't get it. I can't get it. What well, we, we don't know. Let's co- wait, wait, wait. No, they said... They said it's not available. They said it's it's not even trials, full trials yet. They yeah, said it's not generally release. available. I heard the report this morning said it isn't generally available. <laughs> I heard, well, they're, they're pushing for emergency approval of it, and it hasn't gone through level two trials yet. He said, hey, shoot me up with it. Well, so what are you going to do, praise him or condemn him? You can't make up your mind. You what know, I'm saying is the example that he has continued to show for the people of the United States is, hey, Go out. Don't worry about it. Don't wear a mask. Don't listen to the CDC. Look, I was healed. You can be healed. Well, Whoa. guess what? <laughs> if I get it and you get it, we can't get all the special treatment he has gotten. Well, he's also still on the steroids, so he's still got the steroids euphoria going. And, so. and he's got the steroid <laughs> euphoria, which I have experienced myself, and I'm I'm allergic to, and I can't take him anymore because I can tell you, it makes you feel wild. It makes you feel invincible. You don't sleep. How many texts has this guy had coming out of him late at night? All right, we got to get sleeping. another call. I don't know. I've taken, thank you. I've taken thank them you, before, and I've had you. none of those symptoms. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There, yeah, it's, it, well, it isn't a side effect that everybody gets, but it's like a euphoria or a, a uh, you feel invincible. I mean, I repainted all the shutters on my house, rehung them, and, and uh, that was before my lovely bride even woke up that morning. So it's really quite a feeling. I enjoyed it. Well, maybe we should give you done. that drug every day. You'd certainly be more productive. <laughs> I could not possibly. <laughs> be more productive here than I already am. Thank you very much. Dan, you're on the mark. Hey, good morning. So, <clears throat> Joe, you haven't watched the whole uh, debate. Not yet. I'll watch the rest uh, of it tonight. Uh, let me ask you this. Have you ever been a female? <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever been a gay man? No, I haven't been either of those things. Have you ever been in the wrong body that you realize nature handed you a female body instead of male or male instead of female? Nature messes up all the time, doesn't it? Well, what I'm saying is you haven't been any of those things. You didn't watch the debate last night. I'm not sure you should be on now, the program this Than, morning. Do you ever listen? Than, do you ever listen? Than, do you ever listen? Hold it. Will you put Than on hold for a second you. so I can say this? Did you ha- actually hear what I said earlier, Than? I said I DVR'd it. I watched about an hour of it this morning, and I will watch the rest this afternoon. And then I switched over and watched the coverage on the three networks. Well, I kind of do that once in a while, too, but I think that the most important thing to do is watch and use critical thinking in a debate. Using critical thinking in what I saw last night, yeah, Mike Pence did a really good job. He did a great job of just saying, well, the president says everything is okay, and I'm going to say everything is okay, based on no science and nobody's, uh, no doctor's idea of what's going on. The president is taking terrible chances with his own life and the life of the people around him, and he doesn't appear to notice. Do you happen to know who gave, who came into that meeting with the coronavirus then? You're always saying the president's spreading it, but obviously he wasn't person one. Somebody brought it in and gave it to him and everybody else. But you're saying the president did it. This uh, terrible show. I'd like to say what I think of it exactly, but you won't, you bleep me. Well, you won't answer my question. Horrible show. You won't answer my question. uh, Who came into it? In the courtyard. 
and in the building where people were hugging one one another. Maybe the president didn't spread it himself, but he had the party where he knew it would spread. And so the person who actually spread it bears no responsibility. It's all the president's fault. No, the person that who person spread it didn't know ch- he had it, and then the president didn't know he had it until he found out. Of course, there are people saying he may not have actually had it. He may have had his doctors talk as though he did, and then he can miraculously recover and come out of it and be the man who we have to count oh. on to run our country if that badly for the next four years. If that isn't Trump derangement syndrome, I don't know what it is. He actually conspired with his doctors to fake having the no, coronavirus. No, 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 I didn't say that. Well, I yes, said you did. people <laughs> are saying that. Listen, I don't think that's You're saying true. it. Joe, okay. it's his house. Everything that happens in there is his doing. So somebody gets a disease in his house that's ultra-contagious and somewhat deadly, it's your own dumb fault. Well, suppose it's that his fault. It's his house. So quote poor George, uh, or quote Joe Biden, suppose it was some black woman stocking the shelves at the grocery store who coughed oh on somebody, uh, on, somebody on somebody who you worked at the White House, and they, ca- they brought it in and spread it around. Is that her fault? People don't deliberately infect other people, I don't believe. And I don't think anybody goes out if they have any suspicion that they're sick. So to say that somebody bears responsibility for this, to me, is absurd. It's no more okay. absurd than all I, the other yeah, people have got it. It's absurd that you don't understand the racial in- inequity of this country. It's ridiculous that you can't see that the president, when he tells you he did something that doesn't mean he did it. It just means he thinks he did it in some <laughs> part of his mind. As I said, and you the believe it. Trump derangement syndrome. Oh thing. my gosh! You need a treatment. You need some rendesivir for that. You got it bad, man. <laughs> All right, thank you so much, Dan. Thanks for trying. We do appreciate it. Well, I'll keep trying because I know Joe's smarter than he sounds. <laughs> well, that, no argument there. Okay, thank you so much. Well, I'll give you an oh, argument okay, on that. Thanks a lot. Oh, will you? Okay. <laughs> Not a reasonable one anymore. No, you just jumped off the cliff. I'm sorry. All right, we invite you to visit the Sunbury Motor Company, and you can do that visit by starting at sunburymotors.com. See their entire Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, and pre-owned inventory. Select your perfect vehicle for you, whether it's new or pre-owned. Remember, they've got a dozen pictures of each vehicle there, and uh, you can connect to write to one of the sales people uh, from that online protocol, send them a note, and they'll reply right back to you. It'll be an online conversation. You can purchase a vehicle online. Who knows? And they use the KBB values to find out what the value you're trading is. And then you just sign a few papers in a socially distant manner when you get there. And I'll tell you what, they even got the notary online now. You can thank John Gordner for that because that was uh, fast-moving legislation. But the Sunbury Motor Company, start out at sunburymotors.com. And if you so choose, do go down to North 4th Street in Sunbury or Routes 11 and 15 Hummels Wharf. Kick the tires on a few Fords, Hyundais, Kias, or Lincoln, or pre-owned vehicles, and uh, you will do what hundreds of thousands of people have already done saying the Sunbury Motor Company is my company because they take good care of you at every turn. Even during a pandemic, they are there for you to make sure uh, that you can safely, securely, and effectively save money and purchase a vehicle. We're going to take a break, but you have something to say? Uh, One of our texters says, Eric is probably one that thinks COVID is a gift from God to get rid of Trump, just like the traitor Jane Fonda. Oh, dear. That's an awful thought. (laughs) 
Okay, 1-800-795-9565. I think Trump's getting rid of Trump <laughs> pretty much on his Trump's own. Trump's getting rid of Trump? <laughs> yeah, I don't think he really needs God's help, although <laughs> he may have a, he may have some uh, deity ideations, as they say. Call us up right now. we got open lines, 1-800-795-9565. You're saying the president thinks he's God? I th- <laughs> You figured that out, eh? It took a second. Deity-ideations. Ideations. It took me a second. 1-800-795-9565. Email us immediately. One of of the smartest listeners in the world says, it's the president's fault for allowing loose protocols at that Rose Garden reception. Yeah, the reception was indoor. You keep focusing on the outdoor, but the reception was indoors, and there were additional people there, plus, of course, more staff. So, of course, they're all uh, hugging and not socially distancing. Oh, right. A lot of hugging goes on at the White House. What do you think? It's a Joe Biden rally? (laughs) That's a good one. All right, we'll be right back. In 1864... Well, I'd like you to answer the question. Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. I'm speaking. (laughs) That's just a little glimpse of him bowling over people last night. We'll have some more excerpts coming up. And we got a three-minute segment where he asks her about packing the court. It takes her three minutes to say, I'm not going to tell you. So so let's hear it. Well, let's get Eric out of the way first. Well, Eric has one minute, and that's it, Eric. Go ahead. Let's get Eric out of the way. Come on, boys. I love it, though, when people don't even call him but text in and try to put words in my mouth. I did not say that God will strike down the president. God hasn't done that to my biblical study since early in the New Testament. However, uh, I believe that God didn't strike down Adolf Hitler in his prime. He's not going to strike down President Trump. What God did, though, was give each of us a wonderful thing called a brain, and he gave us two ears so that we may hear. I think people can make their own decision on on who should be the next president of the United States. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. All right. Perfect. Thank you so much. Okay. This is the exchange we started out with. Let's hear some of this transparency and frankness that the Democrats (laughs) want to give us. Here's uh, this is going to haunt Kamala for a long time. Your party is actually openly advocating adding seats to the Supreme Court, which has had nine seats for 150 years. If you don't get your way, this is a classic case of if you can't win by the rules, you're going to change the rules. Now, you've refused to answer the question. Joe Biden has refused to answer the question. But I think the American people would really like to know if Judge Amy Coney Barrett is confirmed at the Supreme Court of the United States. Are you and Joe Biden, if somehow you win this election, going to pack the Supreme Court to get your way? I'm so glad we went through a little history lesson. Let's do that a little more. In 1864... Well, I'd like you to answer the question. Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. I'm speaking. Okay. In 1864, one of the, I think, political heroes, certainly of the president, I I assume of you also, Mr. Vice President, is Abraham Lincoln. Mm -hmm. Abraham Lincoln was up for re-election. And it was 27 days before the election. And a seat became open on the United States Supreme Court. Abraham Lincoln's party was in charge not only of the White House, but the Senate. But Honest Abe said, it's not the right thing to do. The American people deserve to make the decision about who will be the next president of the United States. And then that person can select who will serve for a lifetime on the highest court of our land. And so Joe and I are very clear. The American people are voting right now. And it should be their decision about who will serve on this most important body for a lifetime. Thank you, and, and Senator the Harris. People, Susan, are voting right now. They'd like to know if you and Joe Biden are going to 
pack the Supreme Court if you don't get your way in this nomination. Let's talk about packing. You once Come again on. gave a non-answer. Joe Biden gave a non-answer. <laughs> trying to answer you the now. The American people deserve a straight <laughs> answer. And, and if you haven't figured it out yet, the straight answer is they are going to pack the Supreme Court if they somehow win this election. <laughs> Men and women, I, I, I got to tell you, people across this country, if you cherish our Supreme Court, if you cherish the separation of powers, you need to reject the Biden-Harris ticket. Come November the 3rd, re-elect President Donald Trump, and <laughs> we'll stand by that separation of powers in a nine-seat Supreme Court. Yeah, Thank let's you. talk about packing the court then. Let's talk about the Please. pack. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to. So the Trump-Pence administration has been, because I sit on the Senate Judiciary Committee, Susan, as you mentioned, and I've witnessed the appointments for lifetime appointments to the federal courts, district courts, courts of appeal. People who are purely ideological, people who have been reviewed by, by legal professional organizations and found to have been not competent are substandard. And do you know that of the 50 people who President Trump appointed to the Court of Appeals for lifetime appointments, not one is black? This is what they've been doing. You want to talk about packing a court? Let's have that discussion. All right, thank you. Thank you, Senator. Let's go on and talk about the issue of racial justice. I, I just want the record to reflect she never answered the question. <laughs> right, she never answered the question and Boy. dodged it completely. And a history lesson about what Abraham Lincoln did. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. Time for CBS News, and we'll have more on the mark during the 9 a.m. hour. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. On the other side of the glass, we got to give him credit. Mark Stevens is oh, over yeah, there. Mark's doing a great job over Super there. duper duper. If he can keep up with us, uh, we're going to give him lots of credit. We appreciate <laughs> him coming in today. He was a little shaky about it when I saw him in the hallway before the program, worried about getting everything in. But he's done a great job. <laughs> well, what a day to come in with dozens <laughs> yeah, of it cuts. Is. And so. never, never done the show before. <laughs> but he's he's doing a super job. Yes, so thank you so much, Mark. We appreciate much you, Mark. Appreciate it. Uh, he's answering the phones out there. So light them up, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. That is 1-800-795-9565. We're doing some fact-checking for the debate. We we heard the dodge by Kamala Harris. Uh, she also erroneously said that Vice President Joe Biden will repeal the tax cuts in the U.S. Uh, as soon as he gets in office. Obviously, that he cannot said that. happen. He said he would. Well, he may have said it, too. She okay, she repeated it. Are you happy now? I'm happy now. All right. And, of <laughs> course, Mike Pence, of course, lied and said the uh, the uh, nomination ceremony was outdoors when there were actually two indoor events. I received a good text saying there were two separate elements held inside, one with a smaller crowd, but one with a larger crowd. And, of course, he also lied. What was his other big lie last night, Joe? Do you remember? lie. He said the president has a health care plan and he's been fighting for it. <laughs> the president's been very clear that oh, he wants what he wants to do. He well, just hasn't articulated a full, complete plan. But he is he has said that he will not go against um, you know pre-existing conditions. That'll be kept in, and the Democrats lie about that all the time, saying, as she said last night, if you have a precondition pre-existing condition, he's coming for you. If your kids are 24 and living at home, he's coming for you. Okay, Joe, look. 
let me tell you the difference in a health care plan and what you're talking about are several of the elements of a health care plan. Uh, let, let's suppose I have capital Blue Cross, okay, and if I break my leg, I have to pay my deductible and or a copay, and then I, I, I'm, the insurance kicks in. Or if I get a serious case of poison ivy, okay, then it kicks in. That's what the president's talking about. He's talking about individual points. But what he's not talking about is the insurance plan itself. He has no capital Blue Cross. He's got nothing. He's proposed nothing. But you, he's torn apart Obamacare, and that's his prerogative. He hasn't torn so. it apart. He's, he's challenged elements of it, and the courts have held upheld him on some of those right, elements. He wants to get rid of it. Right. We'll, we're fine. We'll but sti- here's the thing. I'll if, stipulate if he that says, that's what it is. But he's got no plan. And Mike Pence says he's been fighting for his plan. Didn't you hear that? I did. He's but got no plan. He, no, I think what his plan is is to have to set the guidelines and have the 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 open marketplace come up with plans. That's okay. what oh, would work best. Okay. Well, he should say so. If that's what it is, let the insurance companies come up come up with the health care plan. Oh, well, boy. they they will offer what people will buy. What could when go wrong? It, Obamacare, they had to. You were penalized. You were fined if you didn't buy health insurance. Is that right? All right. One eight hundred seven. You're not now. You're dodging my question. Oh, is no, it right? It's not. That, no, that none of that's had to right. Pay that? It's all completely wrong. It was all made up by Mike Pence last night. No, it wasn't. They won't approve my health care plan. Come on. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line now open. Please get in queue. one 800 795 We're trying to do some fact-checking here, but Joe's Fox funnels are plugged, so that won't work. You can email Your us. MSNBC beans are stuck. I'm coming right out of your ears. Oh, I did watch that a little bit last night after the debate. It was pretty bad. Anyway, you can text us at 70236. Yes, she had his lunch last night, if you saw MSNBC afterward. No, no. Oh, that was vice versa. He oh, is that lunch. really what happened? Okay. All right. Brief news here. How about uh, 60 new jobs in Snyder County? You can't beat that. Uh, 2.25 real estate loan, $700,000 machinery loan. And that's going to Penn Greenhouse LLC. And they're going to complement the Bright Farms Complex that's already at Pauling Station. 60 jobs there with low interest corporate welfare from the state of Pennsylvania. <laughs> well, you're not, you're not going to say anything? Come on. <laughs> All right. If I if I interrupted you every time you said something outrageous, that would be the end of the program. No, it's not outrageous. It's just um, opinionated. But anyway, all right. Pennsylvania Health Secretary optimistic. We could, in fact, see a vaccine before the end of the year. Secretary of State Kathy Bokvar continues to urge the General Assembly to allow county election officials to begin pre-canvassing mail-in ballots sooner than the morning of Election Day. Short of that happening... Bookvar says nearly all of the state's largest counties are planning to count mail-in ballots around the clock following the election. I think the overwhelming majority of ballots will be able to be counted in a matter of days, not a matter of weeks. That won't include overseas military ballots, that won't include provisional ballots, that won't include ballots that arrive three days after Election Day pursuant to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court order. That order allows mail-in ballots postmarked by 8 p.m. on Election Day to be received up to 5 p.m. on the Friday after the election. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Snyder County has two more deaths attributed to COVID-19. State Department of Health said two more deaths, including one in a nursing home, uh, brings to 10 the number of deaths in Snyder County because of COVID-19. Northumberland County checked in yesterday with 60 new COVID-19 cases. 
And let's see, reporters closely following, this is from PennLive, reporters closely following President Trump's campaign says he's looking to host an event in Pittsburgh early next week. PennLive reporting, Maggie Haberman, a White House correspondent with the New York Times, tweeted the campaign is exploring the possibility of holding the event, not a rally, citing three people familiar with the planning. NBC News political reporter Monica Albert confirmed it, saying that Trump is eager to get back on the campaign trail. He hopes to travel to Pittsburgh in person next week. And Joe, you'll appreciate this. You're a dog lover. Petco says they want you to join the Stop the Shock campaign. Petco says they're done selling shock callers. Owners of Barky Dogs have turned to the callers to give a zap to discourage barking. Petco's CEO says that's mean and cruel and the microwave uh, may need electricity, but it has no role uh, for punishing the average pet during training. Microwave? He's saying microwaves need electricity, but your dog doesn't. I might have messed that up. But anyway, uh, he's hoping that pet stores will ban shock collars, too. He goes on to clearly differentiate what are the punishing collars versus uh, what is electronic fencing, which he says is acceptable. Oh, okay. So that kind of shock's okay, but the other kind isn't. Well, I guess those uh, training shock collars give you a pretty good zap. Worse than the fence. I don't know. Had lots of dogs, never used one. Okay. Let's see. One of our texters says, are you done? Yes. That's it. Harris lied again about judge nominations. There were judges of all race nominated. And here's a very good point that one of our texters makes. Congress was not in session in 1864 when the Supreme Court vacancy happened, so it wouldn't have mattered if Lincoln had nominated a candidate or not. And then another texter says, uh, hello, I believe Kamala Harris answered the court question. She said it should be and will be up to the American pe- the people of the United States of America. Well, Bob, let me ask you, how is that going to work? Because the president has to nominate somebody and the Senate has to approve them. So how is it up? How are the people going to decide that? If Joe Biden won't say who he was going to nominate or who would be on his list, we don't have any frame of reference for whether or not the judges he's proposing are better or worse than Amy Coney Barrett. Right. You know, people, come on. Get, people get like serious. me who are free thinkers just have to accept the fact that she dodged the question. I mean, that's in plain sight. It, I, it's not an ideal way to answer, oh. but obviously she dodged the question. And Any, then, uh, I'm sorry, see that. one of our texters who talked about all the, uh, the, about Harris lied again about judges' nominations. There were judges of all races nominated. And then he points out a lot of those minority judges received zero Democratic votes. Okay? And then, Than, are you pulling the race card? And take off your tinfoil hat. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Now we have, what, a call, or would you want me to read yep, an email? Uh, well, that'll be good. Well, uh, that's enough. Stand down. Okay. I'm down. Mike, thanks for waiting. You're on the mark. Yeah, Mark, uh, before I get started, what did you just say about Kamala Harris? Uh, the question, I, she she dodged a question? Is that what you said? Yes. The, um, uh, the U.S. Supreme Court, would you pack the Supreme Court? She wouldn't answer. It took her three minutes to say a hundred other things. But never yes or yeah. no. That's interesting. You're you're in the media, and you say she dodged the question. Now, if it was Trump, you would have been saying he refused. He adamantly refused to answer that question. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that, but but <laughs> no. it certainly is possible you could find other media to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so you get my point. I think both of you do. Now, uh, before I start on the debate last night, this came up. Uh, just recently. The other day, uh, the state of Pennsylvania put out some type of virus surge warning for 11 specific counties in, in Pennsylvania. Do you recall that happening? Uh, anyway, say that again? The surge warnings the, the, they put out. Yeah, oh. 
Yeah, he put out a warning. That, I don't know whether the governor or the whatever the health department is. They warned 11 counties in Pennsylvania that there's going to be a surge in viruses or there's a surge taking place in virus, coronavirus in a county. Okay, that was put out. And then a, a day or two later, the uh, wolf eases up on restrictions on gatherings. Now, I, I just don't understand how... We're, we're, how does he come up with these things when they're saying we're getting surges in viruses, but, hey, I'm going to start opening up uh, athletic events and indoor arena events and, and increase the amount of people that can be together? It, to me, it, it just doesn't make sense. It, it seemed like a dichotomy, and, and I really didn't understand it. But I think at the bo- end of the day, if we looked at it closer, I think there's probably some type of political motivation in both of those announcements. Could be. Yeah, it could be. I, I didn't follow it. I didn't hear about the surge, but we it's obvious right now we are enjoying one. You know, numbers are going way up. Nursing home outbreaks are out of ridiculously out of control. What three hundred eighty three residents of nursing homes in Northumberland County have coronavirus or have had it? Some have, are getting over it. And, and speaking of nursing homes, uh, it's my understanding that you know basically up to a half half of it. And again, if you know your your relative or whatever dies in a nursing home it's a it's a tragedy but what 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 i'm hearing now is like half of the deaths have occurred in nursing homes okay and to me they're the people most vulnerable and they're the ones that should be protected the most and that comes down to the states okay that's that's the responsibility of the states to be protecting those people and 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 for the most part most of these deaths have been occurring in, in, in democratically controlled states, yeah, and you don't hear you don't hear that being articulated. Now, now, now that I'm off track, I wanted to just talk about last night. Uh, it, it, was it just me? And, and I don't expect you to agree with this, Mark. But Joe, was it? Did you think that those questions from the moderator you know, might have been written by the DNC? The way they were worded and articulated, specifically. It sounded to me like they were trying to put Pence on the spot while giving uh, Harris a free ride. Well, I think some of the questions were a little pointed toward the Trump administration, but they have a record to defend. And I can understand asking questions that require them to defend that record because that's a legitimate thing happening in a campaign. But I don't think the moderator came down hard enough on the evasive tactics used by Kamala Harris. I don't think she listened. I don't think the moderator listened to the answers, so she could not possibly re-ask a question when it was clear that Kamala Harris or uh, Vice President Pence didn't answer. And and then my last my last comment is to both of you. How, how did you feel? How did you respond to Kamala Harris's uh, facial and body language expressions? I didn't really watch it. I only really well. Listened I to have it. a rule of thumb about debates. If you're smirking, you're losing. <laughs> well, she laughed a lot. She, she smirked she, she a lot. She does that nervous laugh, which is I thought wholly appropriate. I enjoyed it. I could hear it. I, I, I have to say that, you know, I'm not a, a big follower of Kamala Harris. I don't watch her enough. You know, I, I did see her say uh, in one interview that these riots and protests were going to continue. They have to continue. They're going to continue to the election and then some afterwards. You know, so she, she did say that, and she wasn't smirking when she said that. But to me, it almost looked like it was contrived as though that's not her normal way of responding because she's been around a long time. She's been a prosecutor. 
and 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 again, you know, prosecutors have a way of you know putting on a show. You know, if you've ever been at a, at a trial, but to me, it almost looked like she was doing that on purpose, trying to reach a certain particular audience. You know, she turned me off. She turned off. You know, most of the. The, the people probably living in my area, but you know, it, it seemed like it was contrived and, and, and it looked fake to me. And, and to me, I, I gave her a big down arrow for that. All right, thank you so much. Appreciate the call. Thanks, Mike. One eight hundred seven seven nine five nine five six five. Last night, Vice President Mike Pence says I gave a partial answer. If I may say that Rose Garden event, there's been a great deal of speculation about it. My wife Karen and I were there and honored to be there. Many of the people who were at that event, Susan, actually were tested yes. for coronavirus. And it was an outdoor event, which yeah. all of our scientists regularly and routinely advise. And, of course, Kamala Harris later in the interview said uh, that the whole vaccine situation makes her nervous. And if it comes from the president? If the public health professionals, if Dr. Fauci, if the doctors tell us that we should take it, I'll be the first in line to take it. Absolutely. But if Donald Trump tells us I should ta- that we should take it, I'm not taking it. I appreciate that answer. All right. Quickie break. Hold on callers, emailers, texters. Stand by. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. China and the World Health Organization did not play straight with the American people. They did not let our personnel into China to get information on the coronavirus until the middle of February. The American people have witnessed what is the greatest failure of any presidential administration in the history of our country. Welcome back to the well, show. She knows very little about American history, but other than that. That's another topic. Okay. I can name you a few other spectacular I'm failures. I'm sure you too. could. <laughs> Do not torture us with those right, recollections today. All right. 1 800 795 got some callers uh, standing by. Uh, Joe, sift through a text or two, right. if you would. Doug from Lewistown says they're making a big deal that Trump said the virus may be a blessing. The left should also be thanking God for the virus because without it, they would have nothing to campaign on. The fear campaign is still in full swing. Let's put a couple of six-foot pieces of plexiglass between vice presidential candidates because the virus could never go over or around them. That was all about keeping fear in people. The left has milked this virus for all it's worth because they couldn't run against Trump's record for the last four years. Most people are so over this virus and all the fear-mongering on it. That's signed by Doug and Lewistown. And then let's see, Harris was the person man's, or woman-splaining talking to the viewers like we were stupid. She thought she had to school us on debt and bound, uh, bounties. Maybe she should um, 
Wow, Eric. No, maybe she should. Oh, explain maybe she should explain her lies, lies, lies. I'm sorry. And then this. All right. Good morning. The smell. The uh, the fly smelled stink last night at the debate, landing on the rotten vice president. Karma did a great job. Now, big baby Trump don't want to do a viral debate. Coronavirus Trump. I don't even want to have you in my space either. Signed, Bob. All right. So, uh, big baby Trump don't want to do it. Yeah, Dan, you've told us that the, <laughs> the the president is a gift from God. Why did God bring the coronavirus? You know, I, I can't answer that. I, the, probably the devil brought it, the coronavirus. But uh, Trump sure handled it well, and he he. The, what makes the left mad about that? He showed that it's not near as bad as they want you to think it is. They want us to quit living our life, and we should all burrow down and hide in our house, don't go anywhere. So that's what they want, to kill Trump's economy. That's what they want out of it. But on the debate last night, uh, uh, Ms. Harris waffled on the Green New Deal when she was confronted with it. She would not come out and say the the parts of it that are so bad for our economy. She wouldn't debate Vice President Pence on that part. She waffled, and and we and because she know that. But most of the American people know the Green New Deal would destroy our country and our economy. So she she would not discuss it. And the race card, she played the race card again. It's the only thing they have to play, and it don't work. Trump has denounced all radical groups right as some people call them right radical groups and left radical groups as white supremacists. And by the, someone did mention that this morning, his son-in-law and, the, and them, they're, they married into Jewish people. That, and uh, so he's not an anti-Semite at all. That's just another race card. And she quoted a misquote the press has put out there for a long time that Trump called the military losers and suckers. And she quoted that as if it was fact. And that's another lie that he, you know, none of us believe that he would ever say that. He's been the greatest friend. I believe he might say it. Forever. <laughs> I believe he might say it. No, I don't. And he's the greatest friend the military ever had, Mark. He supports them fully, refunded. They Ke- all keeps got them out raises. of combat. And I, I uh, know a couple of young ladies that joined the military, and they love Trump. He, they got raises already. One's been in about a year, and the other one's been in two years, and. They think he's doing a great job. So Trump's a great friend to the military. Okay, Dan, we got but, three other calls we've got to take. We're you're out of time, but thanks for calling. 
Oh, you bet. Take care. Call again. Okay, next up is Joseph. Joseph. You're on the mark, Joseph. Yes, good morning, gentlemen. <clears throat> I wanted to comment on the law or whatever it is where they're going to take shock collars away from training dogs. No, that's just one company is not going to sell them anymore. Just one company, Petco. Uh, other pet places. Oh, well, I was going to just say that, uh, you know, you see these, uh, you put lines in your yard around, and it's, it's, if a dog crosses it, he gets a shock, so he doesn't go out in the road and get killed or get maimed, you know what I mean? Or bite and somebody. It, it's, it's how you train the dog. It's not to torture them, just like you, you, you use a, a, a whip on a horse, you know? It's to get him going. Watch a horse race, you know? Uh, I've had horses. <laughs> I use the reins to give them a little slap on the front quarters when I want them to run, you know? And it, it, it doesn't hurt them. In fact, this is a problem. Uh, with the children today that have been raised through the Dr. Spock era without discipline. In fact, uh, you know, the, uh, the scripture says that if you don't, uh, it says here, the rod of reproof giveth wisdom, but a child left to himself bringeth his mother's shame. And another place it says, uh, you know, not, withhold not correction from a child, for if thou beat him with a rod, he shall not die, but you shall deliver his foe from hell. So it doesn't mean that you're supposed to beat children. It means when they act up and don't listen and are rebellious, that you use uh, my father. When you'd hear that belt leaving the loops of the pants, buddy, you you knew you had it. And uh, <laughs> I was a bad kid. I was into everything, and I probably got a licking maybe once a week. But my dad never caught me for half the stuff I did. And if he wouldn't have disciplined me, I'd been twice as bad in, in the school our teacher had a rubber hose if you did something wrong and, and went against what he you know out in the woodshed you go and you, he'd lay that hose on if he got home and told uh, my dad about it, he'd get another licking sounds, sounds like you had a tortured childhood joseph no, it wasn't it wasn't torture it wasn't torture but uh, i'll tell you it, it kept me in line as much as it did mm-hmm. without discipline you know uh, yeah, but it uh, didn't work. Hey, you said your dad didn't catch you for half the stuff you did, so it didn't really work, did it? Well, I'm t- I'm saying this: if you if I if I knew I wasn't going to get any punishment, I'd have been twice as bad. Uh, but the scripture doesn't lie. You got to discipline your children when they need it. It isn't that you beat them every day or lick them every day. But when they, you know, I've I've seen in the in the wisest uh, market in the line. Uh, a child act up or something. Now you put that down. If you don't, you're going to get it. And they keep warning and warning and never do nothing. Right. And you the child to, does what he wants to do. You want him to do some appropriate get that, discipline. Get that right. rubber hose out. We got you, Joseph. Thank <laughs> you so much. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, Petco's interested in uh, not selling shock collars that are used for discipline, which they claim are stronger than the ones that are used for those electric fences. Or, well, you they know, could the, sell uh, one with lower lower power, Underground they? fences. I, I, I don't, I, look, I thought everybody loves a story about dogs, <laughs> so I thought I, I did not <laughs> Well, not about dogs being tortured. I don't love stories I like that. I did not expect the Spanish Inquisition. Uh, <laughs> read the one that's directly in front of you, and then we'll get those. It says, good morning, fellas. Mark, you made the statement. You appreciated Ms. Harris' comment. I won't take the vaccine if Donald Trump recommends it. What do you mean by your remark? I was very surprised by that statement. Thanks in advance for the clarification. Larry G. from down in Texas. But, Larry, I think he's going to dodge, dodge it. <laughs> no, I just think it's so clearly indicative of the divide that we have in this country. Here you have, if, if Dr. Fauci recommends it, she will, but if President Trump recommends it, she won't. Well, 
it seems to me that that's indicative of this massive divide that we have here. Well, of course, the irony is that Dr. Fauci works for the president, so that that kind of twists it around a little bit. But don't you think it's strange, though, that, that if one good doctor recommends it, it's okay, but if another good doctor says no, another pre- not meaning the president, but the CDC and all those rest of those well, people. Well, we've had medical professionals on this show who argue that vaccinating isn't good. I mean, I don't think the President Trump is the greatest president, but if, if Dr. Fauci and the CDC and they came up and the FDA approved it and it was a usable vaccine and President Trump said, Mark, I want you to take this vaccine. Well, if all those other people approved it, I certainly would seriously consider doing so. What so what if all the other people said take it and the president said, I don't think it's safe. I wouldn't take this if I were you. What would you do on that circumstance? Oh, wait, what is this again? If all those experts said it's safe to take this, mm-hmm. but President Trump says, I don't think it's safe and I wouldn't take it. I don't think you should. Well, what would you do in that circumstance? I think that would be the first time in history I'd believe him. <laughs> okay. I'd be nervous. So nothing he could say you're going to accept. No, I, 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 I just said I would believe him. Only if he had a stack of angels standing on no, his shoulder. No, no. If, if, if doctors said it was good, but he said, whoa, 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 be careful with this one, folks. It was pushed through or something. You'd, you'd believe the Now, president. he's the chief, but he would never say that. But he's the chief pusher. All right, uh, next one. He would one, say it's and the, the and best the virus. No one's ever seen anything like it. It's the greatest virus producer <laughs> in the world. Uh, Mark, can you explain why Kamala's smirking and smiling was enjoyable to you? Judge Judy would have smacked her out of her courtroom for that. I agree. <laughs> I didn't see the smirking. You know, they should let Judge Judy run the debates. Oh, Come to think of it, that would be a great idea. You sit down, young man. Get that fly off your head. Uh, I Are think, you yeah, stupid? I didn't, I didn't <laughs> see the debates. I listened to them on WKOK, and so I don't really know what she looked like. I could hear her smirking sometimes because it was audible. Well, I, the part I watched, this, the hour I watched this morning, she was smirking. I, I appreciate that. I, I just think, you know, if, if somebody stands up in front of you and says, uh, we've reduced carbon emissions this, emissions this year, uh, and we've done such a good job. Well, you know, that's a half-truth and uh, you should smirk at that. Or if he says the president has a health care plan that he's fighting for, you should smirk when you hear that. Both of those are false statements. Not true. What? The president has a plan. Oh, yeah, right. It, it's <laughs> called Trump Care. Would you <laughs> sign up for Trump Care? Depends. Oh, my gosh. Paul, you're on the mark. Thank you for patience while we sifted through those written words. That's fine. Um, I... I promised you the other day that uh, that um, Mike Pence would uh, do a, a civil uh, debate, and I think we saw that. I think both of them did quite well of, uh, you know, following the rules, give, uh, waiting for the other person to speak and so forth. I, I think they both handled uh, that part of having the debate well. Um, um, uh, Senator Harris, again, uh, that some have already pointed out, she went into those slanders about uh, the president uh, disrespecting the uh, military dead, and uh, that whole story was retracted by uh, the Atlantic, and I think that was uh, very poor taste in her point to just keep bringing that up and slandering, and also uh, slandering again, and the whole Joe Biden story going back to Charlottesville, all you have to do is listen to that, and the president was very careful that he said that he was not talking about the white supremacists, the neo-Nazis, and um, there's there different uh, news outlets have put together a whole uh, montage of his statements. In fact, in, in the previous debate, uh, Chris Wallace had asked almost the same question four years ago in one of the uh, Republican primaries, and... Uh, uh, 
this is this is just some kind of a, a ridiculous thing that they keep uh, keep bringing that bringing this up at, that uh, they want him to disavow white supremacists and neo Nazis and uh, and so forth. And uh, I, I just think it's uh, got to the point of being absolute absolutely um, uh, ridiculous. Now. Uh, uh, Mike Pence was actually talking about factual things when he said that people have analyzed her record in the United States Senate, and she's more liberal than uh, uh, than even Bernie Bernie Sanders, and uh, that fits in with what others have said about her not being willing to talk about the Green New Deal and and all of these other uh, ideas and and everything. Whether you're talking about the environment, you're talking about health care, and so forth. You also have to balance whatever your policy is with the with the economy. Um, the uh, the people just say protect my health, protect my health. Everything has to be shut down. Pretty soon there won't be any money to pay doctors and nurses and hospitals uh, if you do that. And the people are not going to keep working if they're if they're not getting paid. So well, she and she and uh, Joe Biden have said that they want to have they the American people deserve the truth. I, mean, I heard them say that, but now they won't even answer the question. So the American people only deserve the truth if it's President Trump giving the answers. If it's them lying and obfuscating, are acceptable. Yes, that's right. Well, it's good to talk to you, men, and uh, keep up the good discussion. Right. Thank you, Thank thank you so much. Paul. Yeah, just one quickie observation about his call that uh, they thought it was reasonable and civil. Uh, it'd be interesting if they had more time to answer their, uh, to give their answers. You know, they were limited to two minutes, which goes by incredibly fast. Yes or no questions can be answered in two seconds. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, that, you have to tell Kamala Harris that. I don't think she got that. But, you know, really, for the both of them, I don't think they really got complete answers in. And that's why. Why Mike Pence kept plowing over the the uh, moderator because he, you know he had to you have to give a complete answer if somebody says you know what are the details of this alleged health care plan and then gives you 30 seconds to answer well that's not going to work so of course he wasn't able to come up with one yeah I think that's the the mansplaining and the plowing over the women are probably the negative remarks that he got uh, she is going to lose a lot and a lot a lot of ground by not answering about packing the court it is a timely topical question of the day these days. and if That you, they brought up. Their own party brought it up. Right, and if you can't answer that, you're, mi- you're missing the boat. <laughs> All right, we've got to take a quickie break. Stand by Bobby and Stan. Thank you both for standing by. And then we've got emailers and uh, two texters with texts uh, lined up. Uh, we've got to take a quickie break. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. When you say what the American people have done over these last eight months hasn't worked, that's a great disservice 
the sacrifices the American people have made. The American people have had to sacrifice far too much because of the incompetence of this administration. It is asking too much of the people. Susan, we talk no, about it this. is asking too much of the people. Look, that they would not be equipped with the information they need to help themselves to protect Susan, their parents the and their no, children. <laughs> the plowing talking chief. each other, huh? right. plowing over Mike Pence. Let's see here, Mark. Do you, this is one of our emailers, Mark? Do you or do you not have any comprehension of the fact that your rhetorical overuse and even outright abuse of the word appreciate all day long is a telling evidence of your extreme insincerity? You sound like a smug teenager. Yeah, thank. Thank you. I'm really not a liberal. I only play one on the radio. So it would be no surprise that anybody with even a modicum of appreciation of the language would uh, appreciate what I'm saying. So I appreciate that note. Thank you then, uh, so much. Frequent caller Dan is demonstrating the greatest threat that the president is promoting by not following CDC guidelines. Yes, the president apparently is recovering from the virus, but only after receiving treatments most Americans can't get. Meanwhile, if Dan would listen to the local reports, cases here in Snyder County, and the whole region continue to rise, and people are dying. Leadership certainly lacking. Thanks, as always. You can vibrate at the springs on the microphone. Well, it was That's screaming. It was in large, bold text to begin with, and then it was in capital letters. You startled me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to wake you up. <laughs> Bobby, you're on the radio. Yes, you know, good morning, everyone. The... Uh uh, you know, to get reelected, which is basically, you know, what these uh, debates and everything are on the networks and that, you know, of course, and then hearing that the president uh, doesn't necessarily want to uh, try with the, you know, with the virtual um, uh, home. But the thing is, like, from a campaign standpoint, um, if you're going to try to get reelected, use all the uh, media sources and other sources that you can to get reelected. So that's that's something I think that these campaigns ought to look at. I got thank you. you. Okay, super. Thank you so much, Bobby. Yep, appreciate the observation. Now we move on to Stan. Stan. Yeah, wasn't it a nice lie fest last night by Miss Harris? It was awesome. Lie one, Charlottesville. Trump never said what she said he said. Well, Pence corrected her right away, so that that counts as a win on his part. Yep, and live Green New Deal. She's the one that's been out. She was one of the co-sponsors when AOC proposed it in the Senate, and it was voted on. And none of them voted on it. I wonder why that was. <laughs> because it's a loser for America. But she lies when she says they're not going to do it. Lie number two. And lie number three about packing the courts and, you know, the judges and the, and the stuff that's been nominated by Trump. They're the ones, the Democrats, she not Trump, she not the Republicans, the Democrats. <laughs> she didn't lie. She just didn't answer it. Well, that's because if you answered, they, you know, you know, they can't answer it because people don't want that. You know, they're, it's all power grab with the Democrats down there in Washington. You know, Schumer says they're going to do everything that they can if, if they win. And that includes packing the court, get rid of the filibuster so nobody can stop them. Well, they, the American people deserve truth and transparency. They've said that so many times. It would be great if they actually practiced it. Now, did you notice any <laughs> lies by Vice President Pence? Lies? I don't know. You tell me, Mark. 
Well, the only one I can think of offhand, as he said, about the outdoor event, when obviously the bulk of the ceremony was held, or the bulk of the event, the all-afternoon event, was indoors. So, I mean, that's not really a lie. That's just kind of incomplete. Well, you also had Pence saying that the president's pushing some health care plan, which obviously doesn't exist, but that's all right. We also said we reduced, uh, what, carbon dioxide this year. Well, yeah, we had a pandemic and industry shut down, but that wasn't because of the president. Was that the truth? Well, that's a reduction. Yes, it is the truth. So, right. I don't know. So, well, I mean, and, and and as far as cars and vehicles, they've been getting more and more efficient, and and you know everything. So yeah, the, the well, the president you know, is reversing the, the that pollution, though. Pollution in is, this country is far less than China and all the other countries that they all these accords do nothing to stop. You know, they give them a pass all the time. You know, the Paris Accords, that gives China a pass, but penalizes the Western nations. Why is that? I don't know. How does that work exactly? Well, I don't know. They want to you know, from my understanding, you know, Western nations are going to pay. Hope your cell phones. Or whatever, or whatever. Hold still. What? Oh, it's, it's cracking. Oh, cell phones are just wonderful. Uh, <laughs> but, uh. Well, you, you have know, a landline, they, they use it. it. What? You have a landline, use it. <laughs> oh, that's a pain in the butt. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah, I do. Uh, you know, the, all those accords, you know, they penalize the Western nations, mainly the U.S., for, you know, if they set levels of uh, CO2 at whatever they set them at. And then if they surpass that, then they want to penalize them with, you know, severe, I guess you call it taxes. But, you know, the... the developing nations, as they call China and India, which are, you know, China's, what, number two economy in the world, so they're still developing? They, they, get, they get left to go with what they do, and they just pollute, and all that pollution comes, how, which way direction does the wind blow? It blows from the west to the east, so who catches all that? Well, I don't know. You know who does? Well, in, in the future, you know, it takes time, but it ends up over here. But it all ends up in the atmosphere. But China's not paying a penalty for it. They're just let go. So that's why Trump gets us out of that kind of stuff, because all it does is penalize the U.S. and does nothing for the severe polluters. Well, I mean, even look at the uh, look at NAFTA. You know, Joe Biden even admitted that the, uh, the, the new plan is much better, you know, and that he took part in drafting the old one or wanted credit for it at one point. But, uh, and I believe uh, that was brought out last, was it brought out last night that Kamala Harris didn't even vote for it? Right. No. Yeah, so she didn't vote for it. So she wasn't, you know, for the American worker and, and businesses. Oh, no, they're for the American oh. worker. They want to see everything good happen to him. But they ignore the fact. And, and the other thing that really got me last night is she would not explain how President uh, President Biden would not be raising taxes on the average person if he got rid of uh, Trump's tax cuts on day one, as he said he would do. Well, she said if you earn $400,000 or less. He's, the first thing he's going to do is take away the tax cuts, which benefited people like well, you and obviously me. Obviously, they're going to have to carve out those people. Well, he didn't say he would. He just said day one <laughs> well, he's he going to get rid of those Anyway, the whole thing was made up, the whole, as Joe would say, out of whole cloth. He well, can't repeal it. But then, he, then he's lying, right? Is he a liar? He, he said he would lying. do it on day he one. He can't repeal right. it on day one, obviously. <laughs> Biden said it. 
Well, so, they both so you're lied about us that Biden is lying. One of our good listeners says they both lied about swine flu. First, Pence said that swine they would've... flu. We're going back to the seventies. No, Pence said brought it up last night. See, if you'd have watched the debate, you I would know this. Pence brought it up and said how the Obama administration mishandled it, and then in her reply, she lied about how uh, undangerous swine flu was how, in the Ford administration. What, not, uh, You're thinking of uh, that other one, N one H one N one. No, H one N one. That's what you're thinking of. Okay. Anyway, you get the idea. They both made. I up do now, but I was topic. a little confused for a okay. while. <laughs> Swine flu yeah, wasn't. Uh, it was in the. It oh, was H1N1. in the okay. Carter, okay. not Carter, Ford administration. Gotcha. Thank you. I stand corrected. All right. Thank you, Stan. We got to skadoodle along. I'll give you the last word. Go right ahead. Okay. Yeah. You know, nobody should believe Miss Harris because she was lying constantly in that debate, and she was woman explaining how everything works. Like we're all a bunch of stupid fools. That's all I'm going to say. Well said. Thank you. A bunch of stupid men. So much. I appreciate that. (laughs) Which may be the case. (laughs) Uh, Now, this is one of my friends sending me this text. says they weren't woman-splaining or mansplaining. They were mark-splaining. That's to the lowest form of intelligence. And that's from a friend. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Friends like that, you don't need too many enemies, buddy. (laughs) I got you. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way. Let you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. How calm were you when you were panicked about where you're going to get your next roll of toilet paper? How calm were you when your kids were sent home from school and you didn't know when they could go back? How calm Thank were you, you Thank when you, your Senator children Harris. couldn't see your parents because you were afraid they could kill them? President Donald Trump did what no other American president had ever done, and that was he suspended all travel from China, the second largest economy in the world. Now. Senator Joe Biden opposed that decision. He said it was xenophobic and hysterical. All right. One of our listeners says H1N1 and swine flu are the same thing, and it dates back to 2009 plus a previous outbreak. The previous outbreak, as I said, was in 1976 during the Gerald Ford administration, and it was actually called swine flu back then, not H1N1. Upper right-hand corner, please. Upper right-hand corner says, can someone find Vice President Pence's answer to this question? Moderator Page, President Trump has several times refused to commit himself to a peaceful transfer of power after the election. If Vice President Biden is declared the winner and President Trump refused a peaceful transfer of power, what would your role be? What would you personally do? You have two minutes. All right. He did not answer that. He did talk about the investigation into the, the Obama but, administration, investigation into the Trump campaign. That's but, a hard uh, question to answer. I wouldn't, you know, because it's a hypothetical. Well, no, but you can either <laughs> dodge it or you can try to answer it. He dodged it. But okay. that's fine. That's his prerogative. So. Well, what would, what would you want him to say? I'd get a gun and go in and drag his rear end out of the Oval Office? I don't know. <laughs> 
know if he's at the microphone and he's the vice president of the U.S., why doesn't he try the truth sometime and tell us whatever he thinks is the correct well, answer to the, the question? Well, what would be the would it be the be in the courts? I think he would certainly say he would support whatever measures the courts took. <sighs> okay. All right. He should have said about whatever measures the courts took. Then. Are okay. you happy Fine now? enough. All right. Keep Al, going. you get sixty seconds. Sorry, we're backed up with calls. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, anybody want a virtual paint job? <laughs> Al is a house painter in case you don't get the in, the reference yeah but anyways uh, they just announced on Fox News that the next debate presidential debate is going to be virtual um, that, and Trump doesn't want to do a virtual because that's not really a debate he said if you can't be face to face you can't really have a debate and my comment was, if I don't show up at your house, I can't give you a virtual paint job. Okay. You can't have a debate over over the internet. You're wasting your minute. Go ahead. But you can have a debate over the internet. It just wouldn't be the same type of debate. It would be harder for the president to interrupt and to bully somebody over a a virtual debate. Joe, how objective of you. Well, then they can give Joe all the answers, too. Well, that's true. They can, That earpiece he always wears with that, all the answers yeah, being fed to him. all the answers good, and you know, that's why he doesn't want it. But uh, the peaceful transfer of power hasn't happened yet. He hasn't left Trump alone since he's been in there, and that's what Mike Pence was bringing out. All right. Thank you so much, Al. Really appreciate it. Thanks for living within the uh, curtailed uh, opportunity. Cindy, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. I have to, uh, this isn't what I wanted to talk about, but I have to wholeheartedly agree with the previous caller. Where was the peaceful transfer of power when the Democrats didn't even show up to the inauguration? En masse made this giant show of not showing up. And, and they conspired, literally conspired, it's come out this week, conspired to put out a false narrative, which they did, that Trump was working with the Russians. All of this was a big fat lie, and they have tortured this country with this for three and a half years. It's shameful what's gone on here. I don't see how that's a peaceful transfer of power. And Vice President Pence made that point, and I thought he made it very well, that they've been trying to undo the last election since the last election. And now the people who say Trump has done nothing about health care, what about the Right to Try Act? which he signed. Of course, it got no attention. It allows you to use medications before they've gotten the whole way through the FDA if your doctor approves it. What about that? Yeah, that's good is, point. Is, is that a comprehensive health care plan? That sounds it's like a good a, one. It sounds like one of the great... It's a good start. Uh, he's trying to lower the cost once Medicare element. to be able to negotiate costs with drugs. I All think right. he's done well, the right if thing. you think that's a comprehensive health care plan? It is. You can have it. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. Back with more opinions tomorrow.